So this is the next episode, and I wanted to lean right in and go right for it. Um, this is episode six, and I'm going to call it Okay, No. And Okay, No is basically an episode pertaining to all the things, the languages we use, the way that we treat people that may have a challenge or treat people that are a little different than ourselves and how we can change the language and make it better. So your first okay no is, I get this one a lot um, as I work in a grocery store, so I get this one a lot and I'll be up and I'll be moving around because I'm a lot of moving parts and somebody will go, you don't look so good. Um, okay, no. Please don't ever tell somebody that they look sick. Um, I had one lady ask me if she thought I needed to go to the hospital just because I have cerebral palsy and it's a lot of moving parts and she was concerned. Um, it's okay to be, um, forthcoming and, and honest, but there is a call for, decorum and sometimes you shouldn't be so bold um just because it's rude <laughs> and uh you know it would be like if i sat there and like tried to psychoanalyze you and was like okay what's wrong with you uh why did your last marriage fail or why why didn't that guy want to date you or that girl want to date you like if i sat there and Picked you apart, you wouldn't like it. So the first thing that we have to remove is um, what's wrong with you. A better way to put it is, I see some things are a little different for you. Um, what 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 is the challenge that you have? Why are things different from you? Because that opens up. Um, to me, that makes me feel like you want to learn about me. It's it's less threatening than what's wrong with you. Um, another thing is not to assume that one thing is the same thing as another. Um, every challenge is a little different. Even with like CP, all challenges are unique to the person. Everybody goes through different things. We have different mindsets, different pain thresholds, so on and so forth. So, so it's kind of off-putting to be like, oh, I know what CP is because my uncle had, you know, uh, trouble with his spine. Yes, it's similar, and that's where it's coming from, but it's not always the same. Be willing to listen, and the Bible says be, so to speak, quick to listen and quick to understand so that would be where the listening comes in and we do need a language change um you could say my uncle had spina bifida is it similar to that what are the differences so it opens you up opens the other person up i have no problem with somebody just wanting to learn or to understand i have a problem with assumptions we know what assumptions do they make you an a donkey Assumptions make you a donkey. Um, <coughs> Hee-haw! Anyway. Um, another thing that we have to do is be mindful of our children. 
we try to do the right thing, but sometimes we're doing it wrong. So, so children look at what they see and they notice a difference and they don't pretend it isn't there, but their number one thing is they want to learn why it's different, how it's different. And they learn by watching adults. They learn by watching us. So, um, one time I was going through Walmart, very nice dressed little boy, probably came right back from church. He was dressed, slicked down to the nines, and he asked his mom, what's wrong with that boy? Because I'm shorter. Most kids associate an adult with being tall. You know, you got to be six foot tall to be tall. got to be a giant. You know, but kids associate, you know, adults with being tall or taller than them. And he said, what's wrong with that boy, Mom? Um, and she said, we don't ask questions like that. We'll just call him Little Timmy. Little Timmy, he's obviously mentally retarded. And she kind of whispered it. <laughs> um, first of all, here's faux pas number one. You don't use the M-R word because using the word, using that word makes you seem a little retarded and goofy and a little sideways because <laughs> that is a retarded word. So we need to take the word mentally retarded out of the vocabulary. We can say that someone struggles mentally or struggles to process, but you do not assume just because someone walks with a cane that they are void of intellect or not as smart as you because I'm very smart. I just don't beat people over the head with my knowledge because it's rude and it's mean. Um, so we need to change the language and we need to open up our children. I've seen good and bad. I encountered one example of really good parenting when I was in college. And when I was in college, uh, we were having a thing with kids and we were giving them trees and we we're doing it for the community. And, Little girl come up and she goes, what's wrong with your legs? And the parents were both there letting her ask. And we talked for a good 10, 12 minutes about uh, my CP and what it was. And she said, well, my friend, you know, has a walker. Is it like that? I said, well, it could be, you know, be nice to your friend, help your friend. And I was able to um, share some knowledge with her. And to bring her into the next life, I've heard some parents say, kids will be like, why does he walk that way? And the parents will be like, because he's awesome. The fact that he, you know, chooses to walk and, and he he's an awesome, amazing guy. And that that is good parenting. But I've heard parents go, we don't ask him those questions. It's rude. And And I spoke up at a local Walmart, and I said, no, ma'am, I'm sorry. I apologize. It isn't rude. I just have CP, and that's how I walk. If you, if a child comes to you with a willing heart, the Bible says our hearts should be like children asking God for anything and asking with an open heart as 
wanting to learn as unto the Lord. And see if I don't do the wonderful things for you, the Bible says, if you come with a willing heart of a child. Um, and so children just want to learn. So if you tell a child, don't ask him that question, and it's wrong, it's bad, they're going to grow up thinking they can't talk to other handicapped people. And you know what you're doing? You're crippling their resolve to move on forward in life. And you might be taking some of their friends away. You might be taking your uh, future daughter or husband's spouse away from them down the road. Because maybe they, you know, find that person attractive. But they don't know how to talk to them. Because of what you said to them years ago. And how you treat um, people with a challenge is how your children will. Because they grow up with what they see, and unless the Holy Spirit gets a hold of them, or unless they change perception, they think their parents are right. And so if we really want generational changes and changes, we have to change the language. Third thing is we have to take the word disability out. Disability means ill or not able to. When I think of the word disability and ill and not able to, it's like he can't do that. He's sick. He's on death's door. I'm not sick. I'm not on death's door. I'm not going to die tomorrow through God's grace. Um, I just do things differently. Other people don't do them better than me. They might do them a little bit more efficiently, but I do things differently. Actually, I'm grateful for it because it made me a thinker. I have to think every time I do something. doesn't make me dumb just means that my collective subconscious works a little differently, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my CP. I'm grateful for what it shows, good and bad, about people and places and things. I'm thankful for every time that I've had to stand out in the rain and the cold because nobody wanted to pick me up, or because they didn't think they should, or... Whatever, because it made me a grinder and it made me appreciate everything. I'm a, I'm thankful for every fall because it toughened me up and it made me stronger. Every mental fall, every physical fall, every fall from grace and falling back in line with Jesus's love is something that I am really thankful for. But we need to change the language. And how does that happen? We need to have open, you know, Zoom discussions and conferences about um, folks with challenges. We need to have pastors there. We need to have, um, we, we need to take the word able-bodied out. How about we just use uh, the word human being? Human being would be a good word because I'm a human being. I'm a man. I have the same thoughts, feelings, emotions as any other man would have, I want to hopefully be married and have children and um, be married to the love of my life, whoever she may be someday, and a lucky girl she'll be. Because, um, not that I'm shooting my own horn, but I'm pretty cool. And CP is a direct result of that, because without that, I'm not as appreciative. Without that, I might be a snot. Without that... I, I'm not thankful for everything that I have. I'm not even doing this. God gave me a gift to show other people and teach other people. And he said, because you know what, Chris Snyder, 
That guy is a special guy, and when he gets a hold of who I am in his life, he's going to rock it. So I would be remiss if I didn't say that a lot of what you're seeing, the greatness, probably 98% of it, 2% me following God, 98% of everything you see that's good in me is from God. But please don't give people false hope and false connotations. Don't give handicapped people false, you know, friendship. Don't give them false chances to date you, any of that. Because we see it and we know. We can hear it in voice patterns. We can feel it in the way that you interact with us and interact with other people differently. Like, you're not fooling anybody, but I would add that if you can't look at somebody and you only look at what's on the outside and what they can do well and what they can't do really well, you might be the one that has a little bit of a disability. You might be the one that's a little crippled just inside your heart because there's a lot of amazing people that have CP and and, and autism or they, they might walk with a limp or they might have a lisp or a speech impediment and they're amazing, wonderful people. Or they might be missing a limb or half a limb and they're still able to do great and wonderful things. And if we can gain inspiration from that, if we can gain motivation, then truly we're living together with each other limitless. And if you can run your race and help somebody else and go, hey, you're limitless. You can do this. And then that person helps another person. I wonder how many people we've looked at but never really seen. And I can look in somebody's eyes and I know whether they're engaged with me, whether they really see me, whether they know who I am, whether they want to know who I am, or whether they're just going through the motions, whether it's at work or at church, or out in a social setting. But we're really fooling ourselves. How many people have we looked at, but never really seen? So I'm going to throw down a gauntlet. I'm going to throw down a challenge. Make a new friend. Make a new friend that has a challenge. Or, you know, as you guys would call it, a disability, which is a word I can't stand. Um... And see them for who they really are and what they're really about. And then and only then can we become closer to being one as a people. And it's not going to happen overnight. But the Bible said we're all beautifully and wonderfully made in his image. So God made me exactly how he wanted me to be. If other people don't see that, that's not my problem. That's not God's problem. That lies with that person and within their heart. And unfortunately, I've seen the good and the bad in every heart in my life. And I, I used to ask God, and, and I didn't realize he gave me this gift, but I used to ask him, I want to know who's BSing me and who isn't. And with CP, I know. Because I'm just, in your face, 100% me, and 
loving Jesus and you either like me or you don't. And I, I, I'm at the age, I'm 32, I pull no punches. So you better be ready for a little bit of an onslaught in a nice way possible. But I'm not going to sit here and, and, and sugarcoat things. I know that there's people that haven't been as real with me because of what's on the outside of me. But God never says a lot about the outside. He says more about the inside. He says, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. Um, so that's a thought that's inside. That's inside the heart. Um, he says, the heart is deceptive for who could know it. So he's saying, without my leading, it's hard to know your own heart. So how do you know what you need or what's best for you? Um, he he also says, you know, you know, don't go with the crowd. Stand out. We were, we were made to stand out. Each and every one of us has talents and abilities, which... You know, he loves in us. I mean, there's people, I've watched documentaries. There are people that dedicate their whole life to studying squirrels. And so that kooky, goofy person that wants to study squirrels for the rest of their life, he loves that person as much as he loves me. The kooky guy that wants to do a podcast. Um, he loves you that much. And so one day at a time, if we can just give each other grace Extend grace. A lot of us want grace, even as Christians. We want God to give us all kinds of grace, but we don't want to extend it and give it to somebody else. And that was a place where I struggled because I've seen some of the good, the bad, and the ugly in people. And I thought, well, if I gave them too much grace, they'd just use it against me. And God would say, well, that's what discernment's for, and don't you trust me. So so my, my call is to have a language change. And we've always changed language. We we amend laws. We make changes. We've changed languages. We got computer languages. We got all kinds of things. And so what I what I'm really asking is one day, one step at a time, can we change the language of how we speak to people with challenges, how we speak to other people? the grace we give them or the grace we don't. And can we just be kinder and sweeter? You know, I love Christmas time because we're kind and we're sweet. But can we do that all the time? I think so. Um, Richard Pryor had a great line. He said, you know, there's no, there's no tension in here. We're just great. But when we get out there, we act horrible. So if we can be great in here, for two hours and listen to comedy and come together, we can be great out there. And that's all I'm saying. I'm using my voice to say we can be great together as people, as one. Not that we won't have some differences, but we can get through it. Martin Luther King said, um, we're, not, we're not taught differences. We're not taught to hate. We're not taught to go against the grain. We're taught that by what we see, by, and, and what he was really calling for was a language change. And 
That's what I'm saying. Let's let's change the language. People are people. And let's just change the language so that everybody feels listened to, talked with, and accepted. I love you all. Have a great day. I hope this was eye-opening for you. Live limitlessly. Don't let your perceptions of yourself or other people handicap you. And you all have a wonderful week. I put two podcasts up. I hope you all enjoy them. And be the best you you can be. Give your best to somebody else. Maybe somebody you wouldn't usually do that for. And watch God change you and open you up. I love you all. Have a great day.